If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. G'day, Chris Holland, music director for Triple M Homegrown. I was lucky enough to chat with Chris Cheney of The Living End this morning. A big announcement for them. It was a day of big announcements, but The Living End, very special 25 years since their self-titled album was released. It changed everything. Big special show in Melbourne, Chris. Uh, when was that? Yeah, November four. So we thought, if we're going to do a show to celebrate this record, let's let's. Where else would you do it but the home of Melbourne rock and roll, being Festival Hall? And it's it's a place that's very significant in our career because it's where we first played with Green Day, which is where we the first big kind of tour that we had done, and uh, which just was frightening at the time. And then fast forward to 2006, we ended up doing two nights there on the State of Emergency Tour. So to go back there again and play on this record, which was such a, a special record for us, is, um, you know, it's like a, a big big homecoming, I, I suppose. And it's great to have that venue back with uh, live music going to be there as well. Oh, I know. Being a part of that resurgence is In exciting. the hands of rock. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's fine. But also like you're re-releasing vinyl as well. There's a There's a live album coming with that. We are, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, you know, do you just kind of put the record out again or do you add something to it? So what we've done is we've sort of repackaged it. All the artwork's been completely sort of um, rejigged, I suppose. Uh, upda- not updated, it's the same, but it's kind of had a refresh. Does it have an Instagram filter on it? <laughs> yeah, it has an Instagram filter. We all need one of those these days. Um, and it comes with a 35-page, the, the vinyl this is, come with a 35-page booklet which is all kind of all uh, photos and memorabilia and kind of like a scrapbook kind of thing, which is super cool. And also an extra disc, which is like a live from 1998. So, yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's a big kind of big rollout and we're, we're making a big deal of it. And, and as I said, we hadn't really done that with any of our other records. We've never done the anniversaries, but this one just felt too special to kind of ignore. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember Well, when you did, the closest thing you've done to that was when you did like each album in a city for a week which uh, absolutely knocked you about. Yeah. But then some of those, it was Melbourne, you had to do the self-titled album twice. Is that right? No, we did like three or four. Oh, wow. I yeah. think we ended up doing 11 corners. Uh, and at that point, I think we had maybe eight, or eight so records. One or for each so album, we did, but yeah, then three or four, or four of the first of the self-titled record, you know, which was, I guess it's still kind of, you know, our signature kind of album, you know, even though we had a lot of success with State of Emergency and then White Noise in particular, this record... I guess just because of the age bracket of people now, they just have such fond memories of that time and that album. Mm. Well, in particular, I'm 40 now and I was, it's 25 years prior to that. It was absolutely perfect for me. Yeah, you're a little grommet back then. Oh yeah, and didn't know what the hell I was doing. So yeah, falling <laughs> over at the big day out uh, before they put the D barriers in. That was, that was, your 99 big day out was a full on show. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was an amazing time to to release a record and to be playing shows and to be playing that kind of music and to be the kind of band that we were because we stood out from a lot of the other bands just visually first and then musically we were kind of this mashup of you know all the things that we were into but 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 people like yourself probably hadn't heard those sorts of styles of music kind of blended before so super high energy right at that point where people were going to Big Day Out and, and live it and home bake and stuff and just using that as an excuse to go absolutely mental. Yeah, it was perfect. And then, <laughs> and of course, a song like Prison of Society, which that's like if you're, gonna, if you're a teenager feeling just a slight bit angsty, you're going to absolutely cling on to that. Yeah, it's funny, you know, that, was, that song, 
was kind of written with that in mind, not, not thinking for a second that it would turn into this monster hit that it became. Because the thing that people forget is when we released the EP of Second Solution and Prisoner of Society, Prisoner was song two. It wasn't mm-hmm. the lead track. So we didn't think really much of it, but I wrote it with that in mind. I, it's, it's like the, you know, it's kind of a punk rock anthem and it's it's anti-establishment and, you know, all the things I liked about my generation and the Sex Pistols and, and the, those types of songs, Teenage Rebellion, not thinking that it would really connect in the way that it did. It was more of just like me kind of having fun with like, you know, rebellious rock and roll tune. But it, um, you know, it went nuts and it became this kind of, well, you know what it is. It's become this anthem. Mm. And you're still like, we're playing it at weddings at midnight. And <laughs> it's still, <laughs> that's absolutely going awesome. You mentioned Green Day before, uh, who would have propelled your career a little bit. I remember, let's go deep on that first album. Uh, you helped me understand who Area 7 were, who right. featured, um, they did horns on, um, yeah. which is it was it? Trapped. Yeah. And, and <laughs> then that whole scene, I remember you both played together gigs at the palace. And yeah. Every like little connection snowballs into learning what the scene is and yeah. helping another well, band. And- the thing about that was like with a band like Area 7 is that we had been playing shows with them back in as early as 94, 95. I mean, our first gig was in 91. So by the mm. time this record came out, it was like seven years in itself. We'd already had a whole career as a cover band and just playing up and down the coast to no one, playing hundreds of gigs and, and honing our craft, I suppose. And so, yeah, we came from this very kind of, it was like the alternative to the alternative scene. It was like this ska, punk, rock and roll, rockabilly, swing, jazz kind of scene where all those types of bands played together. And Australia doesn't have a big enough population to to sort of support all the little scenes. So everyone kind of congregates together, if you like, you know, that roots style music. So that's kind of the scene that we came from, never thinking for a second we'd ever end up on Triple M or, or yeah. have a hit record or a hit song or a radio song. That that seemed impossible. Because when you're playing stuff, that a lot of it is inspired by 1950s and or even earlier. It's yeah. older stuff that you managed to put your own little new spin on it and somehow the mainstream, the alternative mainstream connected with you at that point in time? Well, we just played everything 100 miles an hour through a distortion pedal, you know. We, <laughs> we sort of took Chuck Berry and Bill Haley and just um, put it on steroids. Nice. And we're here for it, and we're still here for it now. 25 years since The Living End's self-titled album. Uh, you're crazy if you're in Melbourne or can get there and miss this show. It's going to be huge. Uh, Chris Cheney, all the best with it. Thank you very much. See you at the gig. Yes. Festival Hall, Saturday the 4th of November. General on sale. Friday, the 4th of August, this Friday, This Friday. If you are signed up to the band's database, there is a pre-sale Thursday at 12 o'clock. Yes. So get on there. Get on there. If you snooze, you lose. It's one show only. That's all we're doing. You sure it's not going to be like, oh, we've sold so much, we're going to do two? No, no. And we're not going to tour it. We're just going to do this one special show in the, in our hometown, you know, where it all began. Yeah. And it doesn't look, it looks, first of all, it's a bit more shiny than it used to be. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, we'll rectify that. That's all we like to hear. Big thanks to Chris Cheney in The Living End. Make sure you get on board. Revisit that album if you haven't heard it in a while. Uh, there's 14 absolute grade A bangers on it. Uh, for more chats, just make sure you hit favourite on the listener app and Triple M Homegrown. It's got everything you need. For all the latest rock news, interviews and backstage experiences, don't forget to subscribe to Triple M Rock on the listener app.